we had a chance to talk to Ellen Taylor out at Berkeley, one of Robert's friends, about the science behind the ICON mission. Ellen, as systems engineer on a project like ICON, tell me a little bit about the challenges you faced. So I think the project like ICON is actually is challenging, but it's also a lot of fun. And one of the unique things about what we did for ICON was we brought a whole bunch of different instruments together. A lot of the instruments have been flown before. They are heritage instruments. But the unique thing is putting them all together into one package, into a very small space. So one of the things that we did was put all of these different instruments on a single platform. And they had to all look at, have their different field of views, make sure that they were looking where they were supposed to. I guess that's a big part of the challenge when you have these science requirements and yet you've, you have to fit all these instruments in. How do you work with the scientists to make sure that those objectives aren't compromised when you're trying to fit this unique launch vehicle? I think it's a lot of give and take. I mean, I think we have a lot of discussion with the scientists and trying to figure out exactly what they want and the requirements that they need from these different instruments. And so I think it's a lot of back and forth. I think there's initially, you know, some these are the requirements and then we go back and tell them, well, you know, this, it's not gonna, that's not going to happen. And because of the different, you know, the way that things have to come together, then they come back to us and, you know, we kind of just figure it out as we go along. What are the kinds of instruments that you actually ended up putting on the final version of ICON? So there's three imagers and then one ion velocity meter, the IVM, and that's from UT Dallas. The instrument is actually taking measurements right at the spacecraft. The other Im imagers are, one's a Mickelson interferometer, that's called the Mighty Instrument from NRL. And then there's a far ultraviolet and extreme ultraviolet instrument. The far ultraviolet is FUV, that was built here at Berkeley, as was the EUV, which was the extreme ultraviolet instrument. How will you transition uh, once you're launched and once you're in space to getting to an operational phase, if you will? Tell us a little bit about that process. So that's actually one of my favorite processes. I, I love the, you know, the couple of days, couple of um, weeks right after uh, we launch. And so the Mission Operations Center, which is here at UC Berkeley, we initially you know, watch the launch. There's some very minor commanding, a lot of the initial work for the spacecraft, which is kind of deploying the solar arrays, um, that's actually all done autonomously. So we're not doing that through commanding. But then after that, kind of day by day, we start to bring both the spacecraft and then also the different instruments online. And so it's initially 24-7 operations. We're talking to the instruments and the spacecraft kind of as many times as we can, as many times as we see it go overhead. And then we kind of back off after a month after launch, we sort of back off and kind of let the scientists come in and do their job and we step away and hopefully everything's working. Now let's say, you know, six months into the mission they're getting some data and they see interesting things and they, they want to change things. Are, are you still involved at that point or how does that work? Absolutely. So we're, you know, it's, it's, there's an advantage in that a lot of the engineers that built the ICON and built the instruments are actually here at Berkeley. And so that's also where the mission operations is and that's also where the scientists are. And so there is a lot of, we want to change different high voltage settings or if we want to, you know, to have the spacecraft do something else. So we have all that capability here and we just go down, down the hall and the scientists can come talk to us. And, or pulled in. <laughs> That's great. Now I've got one, one more question for you in particular. So you've helped put all this together and help the scientists meet their objectives. When do you say it's done, I'm, I'm finished and uh, good job? Um, so it's a good question. So I think a very exciting moment is right at launch. I think a very satisfy, satisfying time is after you hear back from the scientists and you kind of, you see a lot of the papers published and you kind of see that going on and you know even 10 years down the road you know just you kind of hear and you know of new discoveries that are coming out and that's makes it very satisfying.